All right, friends. Hello, it's Julie with Hefsabah Talks A Lot. Since my last few podcasts have been pretty heavy, understandably based on things that are going on in the world, things that are going on in my personal life, I decided to just try something different. And we'll see where this ends up. So I went to randomwordgenerator.com backslash question.php and I had it generate 50 questions. I doubt I'm going to answer all of these. I am not going to censor any of them. I'm going to read it, and then if I don't feel like answering it, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm not finding that interesting enough to answer. Uh, I'm not going to not answer because I'm whatever, want to hide something or anything, but but I find the question boring, I'm not going to answer it. And we'll see if I like this. If I do, it, you're listening to it. That means I decided to put it online. So here we go, and I'll keep this short. Not sweet, but short. Okay, so... First one, is there any place that you have no desire to visit? Why? I was going to name a country, but because I'd already seen that question uh, before I started rambling. And, and I was going to name a country, but literally, uh, when I read it, and, and this is not to be like sacrilegious or mocking, but is there any place you have no desire to visit? Hell. I'm just I'm going to be straight up honest with you, and I'm not saying a cuss word. I'm telling you the literal place. Why? I, I, I don't feel like I have to say why. Um, it's where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, eternal separation from God, a lake of fire. I mean, I'm pretty sure I never want to go there. So thankfully, I'm a Christian. I'm saved by grace. I'm under the blood, and I will not be visiting hell. And that's a very good place. All right. Or thing. Not a good place. All right. What is something you thought would be a great idea but was terrible when you actually did it? What did I think was going to be a great idea but was terrible when you actually did it? Huh. Let me think about that for a second. I mean, you know there's stuff there. What did you think would be a great idea, but was terrible when you actually did it? Guys, I'm going to explain something to you. I have selective memory. And what that that means is I've made some pretty stupid choices in my life, but since I'm a Christian and the weight of my sin and stupidness have lifted off of me, um, okay, here we go. I'm like, cause I can't remember things. Like I can remember things. Like I'm not, like I don't have, like I can't not remember, but like now I'm trying to think like something I thought was great, but it was actually terrible. Um, I'm under grace. So like all my stupid stuff pretty much fades away unless God wants it to come back for a reference point. But anyway, um, so what I thought of though was, was going on, on two dates here in, in China. Um, so like, honestly, I I went on one date, and I think I've said this in a podcast before, my freshman year of high school. And at that point, God had already put protections in my life. So the most that happened on that date was the guy holding my hand. Uh, But the rest of that was me essentially, I actually told the guy at the end of the date, I hope you're not waiting for a goodnight kiss because I don't do that. Uh, And that is no big surprise why he didn't go out with me again. But (laughs) I don't care. Um, He's a good guy. Like, I, I... saw like a news article about him uh, a few, maybe 10 years ago or something. I'm like, wow, he joined the military and stuff. He's a really good guy. It wasn't nothing. High school, guys. What do we do? So it's the two dates I went on here in China. One, um, I was upfront about my morals and my beliefs. The guy wouldn't pay for anything. The guy wouldn't eat food. Uh, we walked uh, from West Nanjing to Jing'an Temple and uh, went into Crystal Galleria, which is one of my favorite places. And... Um, I, I was like, I saw a unicorn hot chocolate and I'm like, sweet, I want one of those. And 
he did the whole fake grab for his wallet where I would have had to have stalled a really long time for him to actually pull it out and pay for me. And, uh, and then when he ordered his, he like basically like snapped his finger at the woman behind the counter and ordered his unicorn hot chocolate after I'd already ordered mine and drank like half of it. And then I don't know if he thought I was going to share with him or something. I don't know why well, I don't, I don't share like that, especially if I just met you and you're not even going to pay for it. And then he, uh, took forever to pay. Like she was closing up the counter and I was finally like, dude, are you going to pay for that or what? Um, so that was that one. The second date was just as bad on the opposite side of the spectrum because I did not tell the guy my morals or values and he forced kisses on me and I went home at the end of the night and completely scrubbed my lips raw. Needless to say, I didn't date either of these guys after the one date. Um, so that's pretty much put me off dating here in China. Uh, dating at all. I don't even know why I even tried because I mean, I just, you know, you, he doesn't exist. The guy that I would fall in love with is like non-existent in real life. So it's, I don't even know why I was trying. Anyway, moving on. Okay. There's my question. What did I thought would be a great idea? Dating in China. <laughs> dating at all. I, I don't think it's good. Not even about that. All right. So, uh, how well do you think you understand yourself? I think I understand myself fairly well. I think if you read my blog, listen to my podcast at all, you know that I'm one, very hard on myself. I'm two, brutally honest. And three, I can pretty much tell when I'm wrong, right, or just insane. Um, I think I know myself, I understand myself pretty well. What recent thing have you decided that you're completely over and done with? Well, I guess I could say dating because I, you know, it, it's the seasons, guys. I hate seasons like that. You go through seasons of loneliness. You have to face them and get over them. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't date during those seasons. I, I actively avoid any kind of connection like that because I don't want to end up in a situation I don't need to be in like having someone force their kiss on me or having to pay 38 quai for a hot chocolate when a guy was should just pay that just fork it out dude um where's the next place you want to visit japan i think uh i really enjoyed japan like i thought um when i went with kaylee last year i really liked it even though we didn't do disney or anything um i made sure to do universal because i'm just like i'm not coming all the way to japan and not doing an amusement park because that's the kind of person i am but what I, I really wanted to do, and I wasn't able to make it happen, but last year I wanted to go, I wanted to do the fish market tour again because I loved it. And and then I wanted to spend time in, in Tokyo and do the Disney's, the two parks. And then I wanted to take the train to Osaka and do uh, Universal again. Um, that didn't happen last year because I had to figure out financial stuff and I couldn't make it happen. I was going to go this year in October, but coronavirus even if they open up borders before or by October, I'm just going to focus on relocating here in Shanghai because I'm going to stay one more year and I'll go to Japan um, next year. So technically the next place I want to visit is Hong Kong. I want to go back to Hong Kong because that's going to happen first. So technically the next place I want to visit, but I don't know if I really answered that correctly. What do you find extremely difficult that most people find simple? Math. Okay, I find math extremely difficult, and a lot of people find that simple. I find um, research papers, and I don't think people find that simple, so I probably shouldn't say that. I just find it really difficult. And I find actually believing that I'm likable. It seems to me, like I think about this a lot, it seems to me people can are either oblivious to the fact that they're not liked. They're either oblivious or they don't care. And uh, I'm neither. I'm very acutely aware that I'm unlikable. Okay. 
So most people find it simple to just kind of forge ahead with friendships and, and put themselves out there and not, I'm not going to say not care if they're liked because I'm sure they care. Um, I find it really difficult to be me because I've just experienced so much crap and it killed that me that used to exist and I just, I find it extremely difficult to be me. Nobody knows who I am. Not even you. I mean, I share a lot with you, but I don't even know who I am anymore. I just said I understood myself. I do, though. I do understand myself, but I don't know who I am. I have no clue. Uh, the childlike, fun, strange girl that could actually have joy, she, she was brutally destroyed when she turned 30, right before she turned 30. Thank you very much. Moving on. <laughs> What recent event have you seen that restored your faith in humankind? Well, I'm glad it went that way because we all know what's going on. Restored my faith in humankind. Recent event. Crap. I don't know. I guess it'd have to be... I didn't really... I haven't lost faith in humankind. I don't really have faith in humankind, guys. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I know we're all inherently evil. I don't hate people. I'm not like, you know, whatever. I'm just saying... I don't really have faith in, in humankind. So nothing can restore my faith. However, if we're going to answer, because I don't have any, um, if we're going to answer that question in a way like what made me feel good about people again, um, it was a lot of the responses during the pandemic where people were willing to bring food to people. People were sending encouragement uh, toward teachers, toward parents that had to, had to teach their kids in a situation and all that. Um, maybe, yeah. What's the strangest way you met one of your friends? I'd have to say probably the strangest way that I met, I haven't really met friends in a strange way, but the strangest way I probably met my friend in, in high school, my best friend in high school, Andrea Dayloff. Um, and I'm, I'm going to honestly tell you guys, I, I can name on like one hand people that have been genuine friends to me. Maybe, yeah, and uh, I, it probably like, there's probably about three. Um, but Andrea Dayloff was definitely one. Like, she let me be, because back then I was high school, I was weird and, and funky and out there, and she let me be that. And she put up with my bad days, my good days. I really wish our friendship hadn't deteriorated because of distance and graduating and all that crap, but um, if I look back at all of my friendships, she is honestly the one that stayed my friend through every good, every bad, Every high, every low, every weird thing. She, we spent every afternoon together hanging out at my house. And we never got tired of each other. We never got sick of each other. Um, I, I think she was definitely one of the strongest things I had in high school. Besides, of course, my relationship with Christ. But anyway, the strangest way we met, and why she comes to mind, is because we actually met through somebody else. And what actually happened was she was someone else's best friend. that Or close friend. That was like, just a genuine, genuine, general acquaintance of mine. And what happened was, uh, the, the girl decided to, that was like both of our acquaintance, our friend dropped out of high school for a guy and basically left Andrea high and dry. And I'm like, Hey, you can just come hang out with me at my house. And, uh, the rest is history. And there you go. So if Andrea Dayloff is listening to this, or if anyone knows her, she's probably married by now because she's an amazing person. Um, and may not have that name anymore, but if you know her, how to get in touch with her, have her email me, htal.podcast at gmail.com, because I would love to hear from Andrea. I really would. All right. Which is why I said her full name. Okay. What 
What's something that you use regularly that you wish you didn't have to? All right. This is going <laughs> to... Pads, guys. Like, I freaking wish I didn't have a period. I hate my period so freaking much. I, I hate it with the fire of a thousand suns. I remember when I told my friend Joyce many years ago, I said, I freaking hate my period. And she's like, yeah, we, we all do. And I'm like, no, dude, I hate my period. Like, you, you don't get it. I hate it. And she's like, yeah, we all do. And I go, dude, I would literally go to the doctor and have them take my uterus out so I never have to have it again. That's how much I hate it. And you should have seen the look on her face. But it's totally true, guys. If I could, if I could go to a doctor and have a hysterectomy and have this freaking thing taken out of my body, I would do it. And you know why I can't? One, of one, it's not an elective surgery. It's not like you can go to the doctor and say, I want a hysterectomy, and they're going to do it. <sighs> Two, God told me it wasn't my choice to make. And if God tells you that, then you don't stinking have the option to do it. Because God says it's not your choice. It's not my choice. But <sighs> what's something you use regularly that you wish you didn't have to? Pads. We shouldn't have to have a period. But I'm almost there, guys. I'm 40, so I should be reaching menopause at some point. And I have to deal with the hormones and crap. But at least I won't bleed out of my body every month. Anyway, I know that was an overshare. I doubt men listen to this anyway, but there you go. Um, how would a random stranger describe you? Probably They'd probably call me the B word. I'm not going to say it. Uh, how cute would that be? I'm not very nice right now. I'm just not. Because, like I said, I the really fun, engaging, joyful me... Uh, She's locked deep inside somewhere in a cage with like 500 chains around it. Thank you very much, those of you that caused it. And I don't know how to get her out. So she's buried down deep. And if she ever emerges again, it'll change my life for the better. I really wish she'd come back. So if they... I don't think I'm a bee. Um, I'm just not that approachable. So a random stranger would probably say that I'm not that approachable. But they'd probably say that I have really big eyes. And so... What food do you have a love-hate relationship with? Ah. Oh. I'm just going to say snack food, like anything snacky, because for some reason I like to snack. So if I'm bored, if it's nighttime, if I'm, no matter what, I, snacking is just something I do. And so anything snacky, sunflower seeds, I tell people, I eat sunflower seeds, they're like, those are good for you. I'm like, yeah, but you guys don't get it. Like, I'll eat a whole bag in a city. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's, I'm bad. Um, so, yeah. What, what's the most difficult choice you were asked to make? Oh, uh, I I probably say giving up my foster kids. Guys, I still regret that. I never should have given them up. I, I regret that wholeheartedly. And I've had some people say if you had kept them, you couldn't have gone to China, but that's not true. I would have brought them with me. They would have been my adopted kids by that point. Um, I kick myself all the time for that. I, I know what God had told me to do, and I did the opposite. And I've prayed over them, and I've I've released them to God, and I've prayed protection over them, but I never should have given up on them. And if anyone knows who my foster kids are, or were, and listen to this, um, and you know them, and you can tell them, tell them I love them, and I am sorry that I, I let them go. That is my, one of my, that's the most difficult choice I was asked to make, and uh, I shouldn't have made it. I should have stuck, I should have fought for them, but moving on. What was the unspoken scandal in your town when growing up? I have no freaking clue, guys. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I couldn't even tell you who was popular, uh, music-wise, because I was never popular, and I never paid attention. What's your opinion on social media? All right, here's my opinion on social media. Short and sweet. It can be used, it is, what is it? When something is, um, it's not apathetic. Um, when something isn't, okay, it's amoral. It's amoral. So it can't, it can't be good and it can't be evil. But basically, it can be used for good or evil. So that's my opinion on social media. It's a very, it's a very powerful tool, and you either use it for the 
for the power of good or use it for the power of evil? Yeah. How do you know, what do you know how to do that's useless? I kind of, kind of lightly know how to speak pig Latin. I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I mean, later, earlier today. Uh, I'm like, I could do a, a video about how to speak pig Latin. <laughs> Um, what is something immature you think your parents do? I have no idea, guys. I can't. I think I'm more immature than anybody I know. If you could only buy 10 items at the grocery store to last the next week, what would you buy? Bread, peanut butter, and jelly. That would be the first thing because, so that's three. Um, or peanut butter and honey, not jelly. Uh, because peanut butter sandwiches are like a lifesaver if you can't buy anything else. Bread goes bad quickly here, but in America, bread tends to last a little longer. Um, I would definitely buy chips because I'm an idiot. I would buy sunflower seeds because I'm an idiot. So that's already five. And I'd actually probably buy two or three bags of sunflower seeds. So that's seven. So three more things. Um, I'd probably buy a big thing of water because I don't drink tap water. So I'd buy like the biggest thing of water I could. So I still have two items left. Uh, something chocolate. And... I'd probably just spend it on another bag of chips or some other kind of stupid snack. Maybe cookies. I don't plan very well, guys. I told you, snack foods are my weakness. I'd be like, okay, the the peanut butter and honey and bread are like my staple. Like, this is what you're going to survive on. Everything else is just so I can have comfort food when I'm feeling down. Does your family have any weird traditions? No. What's something that was completely out of character that you did? I went on dates in China. Because if you think about it, guys, I, I said I went on one date my freshman year of high school. I am now 40, which means that I went on, I didn't have any dates, any boyfriends, any interest, anybody interested in me at all. Um, and I didn't go on another date until I turned, until I was 39. So, <laughs> that's definitely out of character. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Actually, I'm an omnivert, which means that I thrive in either situation. I can stay home. And be fine. I can go out and be fine. Um, in fact, like something I do a lot here in China is I actually go to a Starbucks because I think that's like perfect for an omnivert because then I'm actually out with people, which satisfies my extrovert self, but I'm also alone, which satisfies my introvert self. Ah, there you go. What old school skill set do you have? Uh, I, I know how to work a gas stove where the pilot goes out because I almost killed myself not knowing how to do that. I know how to dial a rotary phone. There you go. A lot of people don't know how to dial a rotary phone. In fact, I know how to dial using the clickety-clickety of a, a, a lined phone line, like tapping on the thing. I know how to make the rotary sound. Uh, if, like, someone removes a way to dial, I could do the clickety-clickety's to, to make the rotary sounds. <laughs> If you could only ask one question to each person you meet, what would that question be? Okay, if I'm going to be legit, like, if I had the freedom to literally ask this every time and I could only ask one question, it would be, do you know Christ? Because that's the question that really matters. I mean, do you have a dream job in mind? What would it be? Guys, this is my biggest thing. Like, I have absolutely no idea. Um, I told my mom, like, I really feel like I just want to keep teaching. Like, not necessarily here in China, but I just, I feel like I just want to keep teaching. And I don't know why I feel that way. I just, I, but my gifting in, in the whole spiritual realm is teaching. So maybe that's why. Maybe it's just feeding to that. But my dream job, 
my dream job would just be something that actually makes me feel like I'm making a difference. Like I'm actually improving the quality of someone's existence, even if it's just for a time and, uh, and that I matter and what I'm, and I enjoy it. So I don't know what my dream job is. I'd really like to work with animals. I'd like to work for Disney. I'd like to work for animals and I'd like to be important. So if that can happen, then there you go. What I do, one of those I do right now. <laughs> just guess which one. What's your opinion on cell phones? I could not live without mine. It has like, because, okay, legitimately in China, everything is digital. Like you could carry cash, but we don't. So you pretty much pay for everything through WeChat or Alipay. Now with coronavirus, you go to any kind of big area or situation like Disneyland, or we went on a, a river cruise last night, you have to have a, a health code and that's on your phone. Um, my games are on my phone. All my contact information is on my phone. I mean, I need it. If you had to walk away from one technology in your life, what would it be? If I had to walk away from one? That's a hard one. Huh. I don't, I don't, I don't have an answer for that because I hate technology, but it's a love-hate thing and I need it. So if I had to walk away, what would it be? If they're like, you have to choose one thing to walk away from. I want to say a laptop, but I know I wouldn't walk away from my laptop. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe tablets. I don't know if I, if that can count or if I'd have to, if it had to be like all kinds of things like that, but I'd want my cell phone on my laptop, but I could walk away from a tablet, I guess. And yes, I use tablets. Uh, at what age did you think you became, at what age did you think you become an adult and when did you act, do you actually think you did? That's worded really in, uh, incorrectly. Uh, so at what age did you think you become an adult? Okay, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> it's worded weird. It, it, I wouldn't have worded it that way. Grammatically, I would have picked something else. So at what age did I think you became an adult? Usually it would have been around 20-ish. I think in my brain it was always 20, but like 18 legally you become an adult at 18. Uh, 21 is when you're legally able to buy alcohol, but, uh, I always thought it was 20. I don't know why. And when did you actually, when do I actually think I became an adult? When I moved to China, <laughs> when I was actually paying my own way in apartments and everything. I don't know. Um, I think I, I, I became an adult fairly quickly because I experienced some stuff in my young life, but you know, whatever. I don't know. I, uh, I like I, I guess when I turned 30 because I had just been so horribly crushed by something that happened and it it just it changed my entire it changed the way I am it altered my personality so like that's probably when like I stopped being so immature and became more mature <laughs> what was your last aha moment I just had one I don't know but the one that comes to mind and this was not my last one but I was teaching what do you like to do I like to play baseball what do you like to do I like to play football and like I was explaining what baseball was, and I'm like, oh, I totally get it now. And I, I mean, I should know America, you know, football. They kick the ball with their foot. Baseball, you run to the bases. I don't know, but it clicked. But there was something that literally happened like a day or so ago. And I'm like, oh, that's what that is, but I don't remember now. Do you enjoy people watching? No, not even a little bit. That's probably why, like, when I, like, have to describe people when I write, I don't do very well because I'm not just. What can you talk about for hours? Anything. Guys, you put a quarter in me and I can talk for hours. Obviously, look at this. Um, but yeah, I can talk about anything for hours. 
But legitimately, if you want me to talk passionately for hours, it would probably be something related to, to Jesus Christ, um, the Bible, something like that, or um, writing maybe. I don't know. How long does it take you to form an opinion about a person? I'm pretty quick about forming an opinion about a person. Um, I'd say probably after like our third encounter. Um, and I don't mean like, oh, you're a snob or whatever. I kind of mean like, oh, okay, so you don't like me. and Or, okay, we'll get along fine. Um, if you knew you could live forever, I am going to live forever. I'm a Christian and I'm going to heaven after I die. How would you spend your days differently? Guys, I don't want to live forever here. If I, if I was given the choice to live forever here on earth, I, I just wouldn't want to do it. But anyway, uh, I, would, I would go a lot more places. I would travel more because I knew I was living forever and I would just spend all my time seeing the world. Uh, but I'm going to live forever with Christ and that's way better than living here. What is the next skill that you'd like to learn really well? I'd really like to learn the piano. I'm, I'm struggling with this new note that I'm learning on the left hand. And it's making me not want to practice piano. So I haven't practiced in the last like three days. Um, so I'd really like to get back to that and just power through this note. Like I had to power through the other ones uh, so I can actually play the piano. I'd really like to play the piano. What is something that you like that your parents do? Honestly, despite everything I've faced, my mom was really good about protecting my innocence. And I, my childlike heart. And uh, I, I noticed that when I had foster kids and I saw how damaged they, they had become. Uh, they couldn't be childlike. And I, I'm so grateful that my mom, my mom's not perfect. I'm not perfect. My dad's not perfect. But my mom did everything she could to allow me to keep that childlike innocence and heart in my, in my life. And I, I appreciate that so much. How have you ever missed, have you ever had a missed connection encounter? No, no, I haven't. What is your favorite spice? Cinnamon. I love cinnamon. I put it in my coffee. It's my favorite thing. How do you usually react if you receive bad service? It depends on my mood. If I'm, if I'm already cranky and upset and pissed off and stressed out and having a bad day, then I'm, I'm just going to take that out on them, which is not their fault. We all have bad days. Um, if I'm not having a bad day, I'll just ignore it. I don't really care. As long as I get what I need and I go on with my life. What topic can you bring up at a family gathering to instantly get everyone riled up? Politics, guys. Politics. We all know this. My mom and I are conservatives. The rest of my family don't seem to be. No, I have some conservatives in my family, but most of my family are not conservatives. So, that should just tell you. What do you consider the best decision you've made thus far in your life? Honestly, uh, moving to China. Oh, scratch that. Accepting Jesus Christ as my Savior. The minute I said moving to China, I was like, because... This is where Christ is changing me. So obviously the actual answer is, is choosing Christ. Saying yes to Christ. Uh, because I would have nothing if I didn't have him. What's an interesting fact that you recently learned? <laughs> okay, so I told the people this yesterday. <laughs> I said, did you know that the Chinese invented toilet paper? Guys, I learned that and it still shocks me. And every time I tell someone that Chinese invented toilet paper, they're like, what? <laughs> because they don't really use it here. And if they use toilet paper... They tend to use it like napkins instead of using napkins. And, uh, and you can't flush toilet paper here in most cases. So when I tell people that the Chinese invented toilet paper, it's always a, it's a, uh, just as shocked as I was. That's why I, that's why I still remember that interesting fact. Okay. On any given day, what do you think you spend the most time doing? Watching TV. I'm 
guys, like, I have to have something constantly going on. Um, like, whenever I do a podcast is, is one of the very few times that I don't have noise in the background. Teaching my kids and, uh, and doing podcasts are two of the, the times I don't have anything on. I, um, I'm almost always with some kind of noise in the background. So, usually it's a TV show or something. Um, what are you currently doubting in your life? Uh, I think I'm doubting that I'm just going to be brutally honest, as you probably know from yes, last podcast and just a little while ago in this podcast, I'm doubting I'm ever going to fall in love ever because I don't believe the guy exists. Uh, what is the next thing you have on your to buy list? Everything. No, um, a sewing machine. That's like the next big thing I want to buy. What mode of transportation have you never tried? Spaceship. Submarine. Those two. And I never will. Is it better to read books? Oh, definitely hold a book. Is it better to read books in electronic form or actually hold the book? We talked about this yesterday. It's better. I, I have to physically hold a book. I'll read them electronically, but I prefer to have a book. Is time currently passing quickly or slowly for you? Too quickly. What's your opinion on naps? Eh. I think if you're sick or exhausted, you need them. Otherwise, I feel like they waste time. I feel like sleep wastes time. If I didn't have to go to bed at night, if I didn't need sleep to keep me from going insane, I would never sleep. But you need sleep. Where is the strangest place you have fallen asleep? Speaking of, classroom. It was so funny because I actually nodded off in a class one day. Andrea wasn't there. She was absent. And her desk was behind mine. So if any of you ever watched... Um, like Snoopy and all that, Peppermint Patty would fall asleep on Marcy's desk. That's what I did. I literally laid my head back on her desk and fell asleep. And at one point, the teacher yelled at a girl named Juliet. And I startled awake, and all the kids were staring at me. And so I was like, I have two options. I either sit here and feel like an idiot, or I go back to sleep. And I went back to sleep. In that exact same class, the teacher was not happy. In that exact same class, later on in life, I was like, okay, I need to stay awake in this class. And, uh, I was taking notes and I fell asleep taking notes. I fell asleep taking notes, people. I woke up and I looked at my notes and I'm like, and she was on a completely different topic. What was the class you asked? Government economics. All right. How do you make decisions? I, I, uh, I used to be very like quick. I would just do stuff. Uh, when it comes to spending money, I don't tend to think things through and I just do stuff and that's damaging. Um, when it comes to like everything else, I, I say yes and then I say no and then I say yes and then I say no and I go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Are you a planner or more of a go with whatever happens when it comes to travel? I'm a planner with the ability to go with the flow. So what it means is like I have to have an idea of what's going to happen but I don't plan it out to the minute. So like, I'm like, okay, so, so like when we went to Japan, we, we were visiting three different cities, Tokyo, Osaka, and I've blanked the middle city, Kyoto. So I told, so we already knew we were doing the fish tour in Tokyo. So we made sure we purchased that. We had a lot of difficulty getting the train tickets. So we just bought them when we got there for all the other stuff. We knew what days, we knew what hostels we were staying in, but we were going to do a kimono rental in Kyoto. And we were going to do a, a butler restaurant thingy. We never did the butler thing. We ended up doing, doing a maid cafe. That's what it's called. Butler cafe. We did a maid cafe. And that was fun. I would have rather done the butler cafe. But 
I was trying to get us to like book the Butler Cafe, but I couldn't get them to commit to anything. And we finally nailed down the kimono rentals, so kimono, so we knew that we had those. Um, so that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Like if I know, like I want to do this in this city, I'm going to make sure I've already lined it up. And then everything else can just fill the space around it. So like if I have a, just like I was kind of debating if I was going to go to Universal in Osaka. And then I ultimately uh, didn't. Uh, go to Osaka. No, I mean, I'm sorry. I was reading ahead. Don't read ahead. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to go to Universal in Osaka. And then the night before I, when we were in Kyoto, I finally just said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, I, I'm going to do it. And so, um, when we, we got to Osaka that night, I told them I'm going to go ahead and do Universal the next day. And there was a lot to that beside me just wanting to see Universal. Um, but I ultimately just made the decision, um, so that one I didn't necessarily plan out, and I kind of wish I had, because then I would have bought the tickets in advance, which was probably smarter. And I would have known that I was not going to spend every day with them, and I would have bought my own data. I didn't have data. So uh, when I wasn't in the in Universal, any other time I was out there, I didn't have data. But I found my way to the airport. I got my tickets round trip for the train, all of that. I'm so proud of myself. I know I was 39 at the time, but guys, I'd like never gone to halfway around the world and by myself and hadn't find my way without data you guys have no idea what was the last dream you can remember about hmm all right let me see if I can make this happen hold on all right so assuming that you can hear this okay um I don't remember the dream now but this was from uh about three days ago and I was really tired when I was talking you'll be able to hear that I'm gonna record this I don't even know what I'm gonna say truly um but it's like I just feel like I should say it. I, I've begun remembering my dreams lately, which it's been a while. A long while. And uh, last night my dream, or early this morning, my dream was weird. So essentially, like, I meet this man while I'm spending time with a friend. I don't have a friend. But I'm, I'm hanging out with my friend who's um, prettier than me and skinny and she has long hair. And, uh, I don't really have a friend that looks like this. I don't know. Um, I think what happened was I watched that P.S. I Love You a couple days ago. And I think it was Jennifer Garner in my dream. If I think that's the name of the actress. Anyway, if you want to know what she looked like that in my dream, very similar to that. And we meet this man. And I can't honestly remember what he looks like. I know that he was attractive, but not like, but I can't remember like how he looked and we're talking and there's only a few things I remember he tells me when we first meet up that he literally tells me basically he basically tells me that I'm ugly he's not interested in me he's going to be interested in my friend and I hope he hopes I'm okay with that uh so maybe we were supposed to go on a date or something I don't know maybe it was a blind date I don't know but he basically told me like I'm not going to go after you I'm going to go after her and I was like yeah it's fine whatever dude, do what you gotta do <laughs> And I just went on with my life. For the rest of the dream, he's... I'm not going to say he treats me crappily. He treats me like a brother would treat me. Like, he's constantly picking on me. Uh, not picking, but like teasing, taunting. Uh, we're playing skee-ball at one point. Me and the girl, my friend. And uh, we play skee-ball. And then I get on this weird 
I play this weird game that's like a, a gyroscope thing, so like at one point it spins you, like dizzily spins you, and I stepped off when it started to move, and the guy's like, the whole point is to stay on the thing, and I'm just looking at him like, I'm not staying on that thing, do you see what it's doing? Um, and then, uh, and then I had a, an older woman that I, I was helping do some things, I don't know what. Like, I wasn't necessarily working for her, but I was, I was just helping her. I can't remember. I wish I had recorded this earlier. Because most of the rest of the dream, I'm working with her, taking care of some stuff. I keep having encounters with this guy, um, where he just keeps ribbing me and teasing me and mocking me and all this stuff. Not like in a bad way. I don't know how to put it. It's not like he was being a bully. The The meanest thing he said to me was at the beginning when he basically said, I just want you to know I'm not interested in you. I'm interested in your friend. Um, because obviously the only reason he would say that is if like we were supposed to date or something, go on a blind date or something. Because um, why else would you say that to somebody? Uh, and then at one point, I don't see him, like, without clothes on, but something happens that's, like, like, he intentionally sets up a, a situation to make me uncomfortable, and I don't remember what that was. Like I said, it wasn't anything sexual or anything like that. And then, uh, if things come to me, I'll record something later, but, um, but I have to get up and walk, because I'm slacking off, because I don't want to walk, and I need to do that. Um, and then, uh, Toward the end of the dream, the last thing I remember before I woke up, he's talking, we're back in that arcade kind of place, so I apparently work there in some capacity, like I don't, I'm obviously not an employee there, because, I'm not going to say that, but I wouldn't take a step down that way, I wouldn't work somewhere like that, so I'm a delivery person, or I work for somebody that has to interact with this place, uh oh, sorry, and then, um, the last thing I remember, he's a delivery driver for, like, a chips company, but maybe he owns it, or he's, like, um... Chips, not ships. I don't know why I said it like that. Chips. C-H-I-P-S. Chips. Decision maker in it, because he shows up, and while I'm standing there, he makes sure to make a point to tell the owner, we need to talk. Maybe the woman owns that arcadey place and I so I'm helping her and I just happen to be in the main area but he tells a man there um we need to talk about the price and he named the chips and I could see like right before I woke up I could see it on the on the truck it wasn't Pringles but it started with the letter P he named the chips he goes we need to talk about the price of these chips is going up and the man says something like they're going up and the guy's like oh yeah they're going up a lot and uh and then I woke up so yeah, there's that. Don't know what the point of the dream was. Um, and I wasn't going to record it, but I thought to myself, it might have a point. Uh, don't know what, but it might. And I think today's June 5th. I don't know. Uh, I have a hard time with remembering dates. June 4th. Early in the morning. Let me see if this shows me. Show me. Show me the date. Where's the power button? I'm not pushing it. Uh, June 4th. <laughs> June 4th. Wow, time. Time is going slower than I thought. 
Um, it's because I want to register for classes, and I can't register until June 6th. June 6th is Saturday. I should have known it was June 4th. Anyway, there you go. Um, that is what it is. I got to get up so I can shower and walk. Alright, so there you go. There was the last dream I remember that I actually, like, recorded, and I, I don't remember now. Because I remembered the dream I had yesterday, too, but I didn't record that because I didn't really remember it. I used to really remember my dreams. I missed that. But anyway, there you go. And I don't know what the point of that dream is. Usually, if there's a word in the dream, that has a purpose. Uh, I wish I could remember what the name of his chips were, but I don't. I just know what started with a P, and I still don't remember. But anytime there's a word in your dream, it has some kind of purpose. Especially if it's very clear and prominent in your dream. Because it's either something you saw earlier that day, or, you know, whatnot. Anyway, I'm not all about, like dream interpretation I'm just letting you know um but yeah there you go and I said it was gonna be short and I lied but usually I do I ended up doing all 50 questions guys because that was that's that was the last question uh didn't feel like 50 did it and your your polite response is no Julie no it did not we totally enjoyed listening to you well friends if you want me to do this again you can email me at htal.podcast at gmail.com and let me know that you want me to do it again more than likely, whether you tell me you want me to do it again or not, I probably will because I enjoyed it. Um, I would just randomly generate another 50 questions um, and have a go at it. I think it's uh, it's fun because then I don't have to think too much. I mean, I don't have to come up with the ideas. Ah. All right, but thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it gave, took your mind off of stuff going on in your life for... 40 minutes, but I'm going to add an ad, so 45 minutes of your life. All right. And stay tuned for my uh, piano app ad, even though I'm not practicing piano right now because of that one note on the left hand, but it is a very good ad. Uh, very good ad. It is a very good app, and uh, I highly recommend it. about talks a lot and I'm just gonna briefly talk to you about simply piano now you can play simply piano for free but you won't go very far in your levels with that if you dabble in simply piano and find you really like it then I highly recommend you upgrade you will not regret it as you upgrade you are able to go through more levels I am currently on essentials 2 and I am working my way through learning the left hand along with the right hand so once you start moving through your levels, you're able to unlock sheet music. They have five minute practices you get to do during the day. And you also unlock songs. So the song I just played was one that I've learned the left hand and right hand for at a very simplistic level. But I only like to play the right hand with that one. One of my favorite songs to do is George Michael, Careless Whisper, Simplified. And so to round out this lovely ad just to show you what it's like to play one of the songs on Simply Piano. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play that for you. Just know that I am still learning. I love Simply Piano. You can download it on Android um, through Google Play. I'm pretty sure they exist in the iStore, uh, the Apple Store as well. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
there you go so if you liked what you heard which you may or may not have but please give simply piano a try and send me an email htal.podcast at gmail.com and let me know what you think hello everybody it's julie with have sabah talks a lot i'm just gonna take one second okay maybe a little longer to talk to you about writing.com Now, I'm not doing this for any money or anything. I'm just letting you know about a great supportive community that I think it would be great for you to join. Writing.com has been around for a long time. They actually started out as stories.com and I stumbled on them when I was a lot younger and joined and eventually they got too big for that domain and became writing.com in order to encompass more than just storytelling. This website is amazing. It is a community of writers and readers. So if you're not a writer, but you love to read, join writing.com. If you don't really read a lot because you're so busy, but you love to write, join writing.com. If you're a little bit of both, join writing.com. It's an amazing community. Now you can get a free account and then they have paid memberships. I currently just do the second tier, the upgraded membership, and it allows me to have more items in my portfolio. I love to pay to have a membership because I love to support writing.com. That's the main reason that I pay to keep my membership updated and current. But I just wanted to have an advertisement about writing.com. Once again, not for any monetary gain, 
It's not even an official one. Uh, they won't even know I'm doing it. But I just want to encourage people to go and join writing.com. It is truly a place that has helped me develop as a writer. It has helped me be encouraged. And I have met people there that have been my friends through the distance online and have supported me and offered me advice with my writing and has been, have been there with me or for me as I've made these transitions to China and other locations. So once again, writing.com, W-R-I-T-I-N-G.com. Join today.